Another Western Conference matchup tonight in Smashville. Welcome into this preview, Predators fans, here on Penalty Box Radio uh, for tonight's matchup between the Nashville Predators and the Vancouver Canucks. The second meeting of the season between these two teams as the Canucks took the first matchup 5-3 to three in Vancouver. Uh, again, the Preds and Canucks both coming, on an, coming in on a bit of a losing streak as the Predators try to snap a five-game losing skid. The Canucks looking to bounce back after a three-game losing skid with their last win being against Nashville a couple weeks ago uh, for the Predators trying to get something back on track, as I mentioned, against 7 o'clock tonight in Smashville at Bridgestone Arena. Should be an exciting matchup, so let's get into the stats. Going to keep it a quick preview, and I'll touch on why at the end of the podcast. Again, na- or excuse me, at the end of the preview. Uh, as Let's get to the stats. Nashville currently sits 6th in the Central Division, 9-8-3 with 21 points. Vancouver sits 4th in the Pacific Division, 10-8-4 with 24 points. As I mentioned, the second matchup uh, between these two teams this season up in Vancouver, 5-3 the final up there. Elias Pedersen with two goals. Um, Adam Gaudet with a goal, and then Tanner Pearson had two goals as well. The Predators had three different goal scorers that game. Uh, Philip Forsberg with one of the goals, Callie Yarncrock with a goal, and Mikhail Granlin with a goal. Uh, Thatcher Demko got the win. Pecorine took the loss, but let's go to the last time out. Nashville played Winnipeg on Tuesday in Nashville. A interesting game, a slow start from Nashville. Saw a goal go in 18 seconds in from the Winnipeg Jets from Patrick Laine. Uh But after that, the Jets made it a 2 to nothing game. Then Nick Benito brought it back 2-1. to one. It started out slow, but the Predators showed signs of improvement. But you could hear in the post-game interviews, the mentality is they want to get two points. And they're not happy with where they're at. They're not looking for moral victories. They know that they're playing better, but they want to get the two points and try to climb their way back up in the Central Division. Speaking of the Central Division, the Vancouver Canucks took on the Dallas Stars and got thumped. A 6-1 loss to the Stars their last time out. So again, Vancouver on a three-game losing streak trying to get back going in the Pacific Division. As uh, Glenn Blackwell, and I said Rebecca Glenn, I was basing that off her Twitter name. So sorry, Glenn, about that. But um, as she said, every team goes through their struggles. Like on Wednesday on Penalty Box Radio Live last week. And you see that not only for the Predators, but going for the Canucks. And I know the Predators is a little bit more frustrating right now because it's two more losses in a row for them. But there's got to be change starting, and it looks better for the Predators. Uh, Matthew Oliver played pretty solid in his NHL debut. I heard some good things about Steve Santini as well. Um, But I think for Nashville, they're starting to turn a corner, and this would be a good opportunity tonight. Uh, The last game of the three-game homestand before they go out and play the St. Louis Blues, who just snapped a three-game losing streak of their own. Uh, The leading scores still haven't changed, haven't changed much through 
throughout the season. Uh, Roman Yossi tops the team with 7 goals, 13 assists for 20 points in 20 games played. Uh, right below him, Ryan Ellis with 3 goals, 14 assists for 17 points in 20 games played. And uh, Matt Duchesne with 5 goals, 11 assists for 16 points in 20 games played. We go to Vancouver and their players starting to space out a little bit in the scoring. Elias Pedersen, no shock, still tops the team. Uh, 8 goals, 17 assists for 25 points in 22 games played. Uh, Brock Besser, who I highlighted in that last game, 9 goals, 12 assists for 21 points in 22 games played. And JT Miller, 8 goals, 12 assists for 20 points in 22 games played. The leading scorers for the Vancouver Canucks. Uh, the goalies, again, as I say always, none of this is official until they're announced. So I go through both goalies for each team. Uh, for the Predators, Pecorine, 8-3-2 with a 2.82 goals against average and a .899 save percentage. UC Soros, who played the game against Winnipeg, 1-5-1 with a 3.84 goals against average and a .886 save percentage. And I've got to say, you know, Soros is starting to look better but he still has that occasional bad bounce goal that he lets in. But I, I see improvement from where he started this year. And it's just that the team in front of him, they haven't been able to bury their chances. I go back to that San Jose game. Saros played one of his best games of the year, and the team just couldn't capitalize on anything against the Sharks. But... um. I would expect Pecorine is going to be back between the pipes. He'll look to get something going again. He had a great start to this year and then just lately has kind of struggled. But back at home in Nashville against the Vancouver team he's already faced this year, I would hope uh, Pekka can get something going. So I expect number 35 and the gold jerseys to be ready uh, to go tonight between the pipes. As for Vancouver, uh, the guy who played against the Predators, Thatcher Demko, their young up-and-coming prospect in the net that's really turned out well. 5-2-1 with a 2.50 goals against average and a .916 save percentage. And uh, Jacob Markstrom, 5-6-3 with a 2.83 goals against average and a .906 save percentage. And this, are, this is where it gets tough with Vancouver because it used to be Markstrom who they relied on a lot. Now that Demko's kind of come around and played pretty well, it's hard to really predict who I think could be the starter for the team. But if I'm going on the last game, I would if I'm Vancouver, I'd give Thatcher Demko the call in that tonight. He's a really good young goalie. I've been impressed with what I've seen from Demko, and I think it could be a good chance for him. Now, I wouldn't be shocked if they go Jacob Markstrom again as well. They've got two really viable options between the pipes right now, which is a good problem to have for any team in the league. Uh, as we've seen in the past, the Canucks have had that with Corey Schneider and Roberto Luongo, and then you've had the Pittsburgh Penguins when they had had Matt Murray playing really well, Marc-Andre Fleury, and even the Predators at some case back in the day when Rene and Limbach were the tandem as well. Uh, for those of you who've been around the Preds for a while, and remember Anders Limbach a little bit. Uh, but I, hopefully UC Soros starts to get back going too. I'd like to see it where both goalies are solid. I think Soros is getting back on track, and hopefully Rene can get back on track soon. So uh, my players to watch tonight, starting with Vancouver. I highlighted Brock Besser last game. I'm going to go with the guy just above him and leads the team in points in Elias Pettersson. Uh, eight goals, 17 assists. 
assists, 25 points in 22 games played. Had two goals against Nashville in that uh, first matchup of the season. You just see why he was the rookie of the year last year. Such a gifted player. A lot of speed, a lot of poise on the ice, and uh, knows when to shoot the puck at the right time, but also make the play happen when he doesn't have a shot. So, uh, number 40 in the road, Whites with the blue and green trim tonight. Elias Pettersson's going to be my player to watch. And then I'm going to start repeating some players for Nashville, but... Number 95 in the gold jerseys tonight, Matt Duchesne is my player to watch. Five goals, 11 assists for 16 points and 20 games played. I think Duchesne, he had a decent game against Vancouver last time out. I know Philip Forsberg had a pretty solid game as well. But I think Duchesne, looking to find him to get that goal-scoring touch going again, I think tonight could be a good night for Matt Duchesne. So again, Elias Pettersson for Vancouver Matt Duchesne for Nashville, uh, my players to watch. I'm going to be at the game tonight. I'll be doing some live tweeting, so make sure to follow me on Twitter at SamFleming10 and all the other Penalty Box Radio people that will be at the game as well. Uh, You can tweet me questions throughout the game if you just want to talk about the game in general. Tweet me there, and I'll be happy to talk. So I mentioned I'm going to keep it a little bit shorter. I do want to touch on the uh, the new NHL news that has come out uh, yesterday. That was that Mike Babcock was fired from the Toronto Maple Leafs. And no shock if you ask me about Babcock being fired. Um, with that much talent on that Toronto Maple Leafs team, and them finding themselves at 9-10-4 and four and on a six-game losing streak, something had to change. And I'm not going to lie, back when Babcock got hired by uh, Toronto, I thought it was a bit of a weird fit, honestly. I, I wasn't sure how he was going to lead a younger team when he'd been at the top of the Red Wing Empire at the time with more veteran experience. And I thought he did an admirable job with the Leafs in the early years. But when they when they start struggling with guys like Austin Matthews, Mitch Marner, John Tavares, uh, William Nylander, who just hasn't looked good under Babcock lately, Andreas Janssen, uh, Morgan Riley, Jake Muzzin, Freddie Anderson and that that that's just to name some of the talent this team has. Tyson Berry, who hasn't looked as great with the team as well. Alex Kerfoot. It, something's got to change. And I think they did it at the right time. And Sheldon Keefe, who was the Toronto Marlies coach, um, only 39 years old is Sheldon Keefe. So a younger coach coming into the team. Something to shake things up for the moment. And I know Preds fans are like, oh, should the Preds hire Babcock, you know, Laviolette out? Not yet. I don't know if Babcock would be a right fit if Laviolette was to go. That's just my opinion. Some people might have differences of opinions. But, you know, for the Preds, they've got to take it one game at a time. And I think that's what the Leafs are going to have to do under Sheldon Keefe. Because it's it's big when you fire a guy that the Leafs threw a bunch of money at and Mike Babcock to come in as their coach. And it just didn't seem to work out. It'll be interesting to see what happens to Babcock again. This isn't the first firing of a guy that's a very notable coach in the NHL of recently. We had Joel Quinville, 
who got fired last year from Chicago after leading a dynasty with that franchise, and then they fell off of a cliff a little bit. Now he's at a job with Florida. It'll be interesting because some team is going to be very much willing to add Mike Babcock back behind the bench. I don't know who it will be, but there's going to be some team that will take Mike Babcock eventually. Because even though he did have a bit of a struggle with that Toronto team, I think that he could use a fresh start. And there will be a team willing to have that veteran leadership of a guy who's coached so many great players throughout his coaching career through Detroit and Toronto. I think Babcock will be back behind the bench. Maybe not this year, but in the next season, you could see Babcock back behind. But I'm going to briefly touch on that because tomorrow... The first episode of the Outside Smashville podcast that I'm hosting, talking everything outside of the Nashville Predators, I will be releasing that through Penalty Box Radio. I'm very excited to get to that. If you haven't tweeted me your questions for tomorrow or just want to chime in with some questions, uh, use the hashtag Outside Smashville to ask me any questions going on around the NHL, about college hockey. We can talk about the Mike Babcock firing as well, uh, and even G-Nash hockey, the prep hockey around the area again hashtag outside smashville uh, i'm going to be talking about my trip to arizona uh then the uh gila river arena uh when i was down there not too long ago at the start of november uh to see the coyotes play the blue jackets just talk about the team a little bit and the experience i had there as well and then get into fan questions and if we want to discuss the babcock firing i'm very much into getting deep into that uh, tomorrow on Outside Smashville. So again, make sure to tweet your questions uh, at hashtag at, um, I keep saying at hashtag Outside Smashville um, to me at Sam Fleming 10 on Twitter. Again, tonight, Predators and Canucks, 7 p.m. Central Time at the Bridgestone Arena. I'm going to be at the game, as I mentioned, so I will be live tweeting from there. Make sure to follow Penalty Box Radio on social media, on all of our platforms, and check out our radio, um, our our website at penaltyboxradio.com and check out uh, Justin Bradford and uh, Glenn Blackwell weekdays, uh, excuse me, Wednesdays at 8 p.m. Central Time for Penalty Box Radio Live. They always have some great guests on there to talk uh, talk hockey, talk the Preds, talk the NHL, talk college hockey, and even talk G-Nash hockey. And I was very appreciative of them having me on. So again, One last thing to say, let's stay positive, Predators fans. Let's bring the noise tonight at the Bridgestone Arena, and go Preds!